Welcome to the Competitive 40K Podcast, brought to you by Vanguard Tactics. It's our mission to help you play, progress, and perform at this incredible game of Warhammer 40K, keeping sportsmanship and fair play at its absolute core. I'm your host, Dave Colmel, a fallen brother and proud son of Caliban, trapped in darkness. Here to bring the light of the Emperor back to all of our lives is my good friend and the fourth founder of Vanguard Tactics. He is the Primarch of the First Legion, the Lionel Johnson to my Luther, Mr. Stephen Box. Steve, how's it going? Mate, I'm so excited. And I actually got your reference today. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good day for all of us. It is a great day. It's a great day. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I was staying up late last night to watch the previews from from PW and my goodness, they look stunning. Yeah, they've they've smashed it out of the park. And let's not forget the new Dante model that's come out as well. So I'm a very, very happy boy. Oh, yeah. You and I haven't even had a chance to talk since. Uh, the 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 snafu that led to the leak of uh of the new primaris dante but yeah that model looks insane too i saw that and i was like i was like oh my god either steve's head is gonna explode because at first you know we thought it was just a somebody had just leaked it was just another bad leak from from gw and i was like oh my god somebody get a hold send it send an ambulance over to steve's house his head's gonna explode but then we found out it was just a shipping snafu which lucky for that guy sucks for gw but you know things happen can you imagine going, oh, I'm just going to order Dante from the GW website, uh, going on there yeah. and they're going, oh, um, but what could be worse is sending it back and complaining that it wasn't the model you ordered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not the model I ordered. And here, send it back. Oh, yeah, we'll take that back. Yes, please, please send that back. Send that back. Imagine like, so. um, now, the people that listen to this show, right, they normally listen to this show because we're very positive, right, about the game. And obviously that's our vibe, but I bet. We all know there's some trolls out there and some very negative people. And no matter what Games Workshop do, they, they can never do the right thing. Like I've, I see the right. comments in Facebook and YouTube and, or whatever, but I can imagine if it would have gone potentially to another customer than the one that they did. I love the guy that obviously got it. He was like, I'm going to build this, paint it, get on the internet. Like I, mean, I fair play to the guy, really. Or, you know, oh, lady that, who got it. But I can imagine it going to one of like, the internet trolls. Games Workshop, I can't believe you've done this. You've sent me the wrong miniature. I didn't order this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was, I can definitely see some, some, some trolley person out there some you know twitter pirate going out there and having a having a just a fit right. you sent me yeah. the wrong model man, 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 man. i demand yeah. this i demand that i'm sending it back you yeah, moron you sent back a, a, a pre-release of a model that wasn't even out for months yet no oh, no uh, but anyway so yeah dante yeah. is looking awesome it's really nice as well for gw to actually go look steve uh, we appreciate everything you've done uh, for us and let's sculpt a model on you. And I was like, yeah, cool. Let's do that. I mean, that's that sounds like a really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was going to ask you, was, was it uncomfortable when you had to wear that gold mask for the, you know, for the it sculptor? Was. Yeah, it was. The, fa- the, the, mace, the face mask was, and the helmet's quite heavy, but uh, the rest of it yeah. was, yeah, fit like a glove, really. It's like, um, uh, like a kind of sort of silicone suit uh, that they put on me and just, yeah, that was great. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So how long did you have to w. hold that pose there kind of leaning off the, you know, the job yeah, there. Uh, yeah, quite a while actually, but uh, luckily yeah. all the squats and lunges I've been doing have really helped. I say, uh, yeah, you don't you don't skip leg day, so that's uh, that's that, that helped yeah. out for you. That's good. Yeah, core balance um, was on point that day. Yeah, so yeah, thank yeah. you GW for sculpting me a model. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is an absolutely gorgeous model. Um, and speaking of gorgeous models, can we talk about um, he who David Turner has dubbed Father Christmas? The new Lionel Johnson model is sick yeah and 
I, they didn't even, I, I guess this morning uh, or after the, after the video last night, they, they shared a video that there's something like four different head options. There's without a helmet, with a hood, without a helmet or anything. Then there's two different, there's helmet and hood. And then there's helmet with feather top. I mean, it's just the fact that they did a Primark with four different head options is awesome. Yeah, I really like that. I think, um, you know, you can get the Tywin Lannister head as well. That, that's a cool right. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. I forgot you called that. That you, you, you were like, I can't unsee Tywin Lannister as Lionel Johnson yeah. now. But um, it's got like grumpy old man vibes, right? So it's cool. Yeah. Um, but no, that model's awesome. They've smashed it. And also the Azrael model, you know, that, that one, when that was released, I was like, hello. Um, so yeah. I'm definitely uh, going to be looking at, you know, taking up some... I mean, I can't not play Dark Angels after that release. It's it's insane. Um, oh, I know. I I, I texted um, I texted some people and I was like, "Where was this model uh, when I was playing Dark Angels thirty years ago?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that model is amazing. And and yeah, Azrael. And I gotta say also, when people are like, "Oh, the, it doesn't make sense where the magazine fits on Azrael's gun," I'm like, "Shut up. He's a Primark. You think he can't John Wick that and reload real quick? Get out of here. Who cares?" Who literally cares? Yeah. I mean, yeah. some it. people. It's an awesome looking uh, model. Move on. Look at the game we play. We're playing a game in 40,000 years time. Who knows what they can do? I mean, like, right. come on. Uh, where you can reload your magazine doesn't make sense. If that's your, what you're worried about, then you've got to question <laughs> a, lo- a lot choices. more. You know, yeah. yes. Yeah. Your priorities are way off 90 degrees. We've got something called Gene Stealer Cult, and they've got three or four arms. I mean, look, if you're questioning where you can reload a magazine from, I'm wondering where my next arm's coming from. But um, right. yeah, anyway. So what was I saying? Yeah, so obviously they've announced uh, 10th edition. This is going to be incredible for so many different reasons. Um, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited for it. Um, yeah. But this is actually the, one of the worst times for me because there's... I just can't talk about things I want to talk about. And I'm just I like, know. this is, I'm going to, I know we're going to, we're going to, this is, this is, you're, you are going to be soft shoeing it big time today as I ask you questions and you're going to be having to tap dance left, right, and center to, to not break your NDA. But yeah, so we will definitely get into that before we get too carried away though. We do got to acknowledge our sponsors. Uh, thank you to Siege Studios. If you need anything commissioned painted, uh, look no further than Siege Studios. Uh, check them out online also, and you can for um, they just announced a new schedule of classes. Uh, I just saw a post about that the other day on Instagram. Uh, follow them on Instagram to see the incredible work they do, uh, and definitely check them out for one to one tutoring or uh, or the, the you know their larger paint classes that they got coming up. And then let's talk about uh, the outpost. Yeah, so massive thank you to the outpost for all of their continued support. They actually sent us a huge, huge delivery uh, yesterday for our entire new table that we played on stream on Wednesday night. So that was Wednesday, the 22nd. Uh, you can see the beautiful table that we got from the outpost, uh, which is going to also double up as our Age of Sigma table as well, uh, which is going to be sick. So if you are looking to get any miniatures or hobby supplies uh, and you're based in the UK, do check out the outpost. Their staff are incredibly friendly, very knowledgeable, and their um, commitment to just getting you the models you want is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, um, do check out the outpost. Yeah, and uh, if you need, when you get uh, any of these brand new uh, spanking shiny new models, uh, you're going to definitely need some rattle cans so that you can uh, get your stuff primered and, and base coated. Uh, so you should definitely check out Colorforge. Yeah, Colorforge is you know one of the I've said it before, um, but I don't know I didn't actually know this recently, but all their color sprays are actually 
matched to many of the GW layer paints. So it means that what you can do is prime your model black, right? And this is what I've been doing now, a new technique, priming my models black, doing like a Xenophil highlight with their white spray from above, um, and then just getting the color I want. So let's say it's like orange or yellow or whatever, and they're all kind of roughly matched to a GW base coat. So it means then when you go straight to a wash and then you put the base coat, like a layer coat on, it's going to match perfectly. So it just means you can get a tabletop standard done so quickly with just spray. So yeah, do check out the Color Forge. And then obviously Frontline Gaming, if you're in the US, you want to get your miniatures, do check out the Frontline Gaming for their store. Uh, we've got a very new, exciting announcement that myself and Frontline are going to be talking about. So I can't say too much on that just yet, but very excited about a new little venture that we're doing together. And then also, um, if you do want to go to one of their events, then check out um, yeah, Frontline Gaming. And I can officially announce now as well that the Vanguard Tactics Workshop is going to be coming back to the London Grand Tournament as well. So uh, uh, more news on the VT Workshop happening uh, at the London Grand Tournament, which is mega exciting because of the timeline. That is, remember, early autumn. Um, and obviously with what Games Workshop have said about you know 10th edition, fingers crossed, coming out in the summer, that means the workshop may well be, if the timeline's align could be doing a 10th edition workshop essentially right at the lgt which would be sick if the timelines marry up but i'm not saying you know that's not confirmed it's just fingers crossed right yeah they'll with I, I was wondering now like they said summer which basically means anywhere from june to august so you should with with london gt being at the end of september you should definitely have 10th edition up and running by then um, i'm wondering if it'll be it'll if we'll have it in time for something like lone star open yeah but who uh, knows? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, VT announcements. Obviously, the Academy, we're, we're not going to talk about the Academy because when the current class concludes, um, that's going to be it for a little bit. So you're going to have to keep listening to the podcast because an all-new, all-10th edition overhauled Academy is, is around the corner. Yeah, so here's what I'm planning to do. Okay, um, I've created a website page. And what I'd love you to do, if you're interested in learning you know, 10th edition from us, um, then I've created a literally an email opt-in page just so you can stay informed about what's going to be happening uh, with everything regarding our content, our schedules, when we're going to be releasing videos, uh, right the way from hobby aspects, learning to play, understanding every single faction. We're going to have loads of free view content on YouTube. Obviously, you, me and Dave are going to be hammering the podcast with uh, releases as and when Games Workshop uh, do announce things. Uh, but then also we're going to have three courses available that you can take. So we're going to have a beginner's course. So if you did our basic training course, we're going to have a, you know, obviously a, a 10th edition equivalent. We'll also have an accelerator program. So that will be for people that have either done the academy before. They just want a top up to really help them transition from ninth to 10th. So think it like a transitional course. So if you're already out there playing on the tournament scene or, you know, you're a good local com you know, competitive player and you just want to upskill quickly, the accelerator program is going to be perfect for you. And then of course, we're going to have a completely revamped academy. So if you want that academy level experience with the community uh, and really go over absolutely everything there is to know about strategy gaming, uh, geared towards obviously 10th edition, then we're going to have that as well. So the website you need to go to is www.vanguardtactics.com forward slash 10th. So one zero th www.vanguardtactics.com forward slash 10th. Okay. 
Um, now, if you go to that URL, pop your email address in, your name, email address, and then also click the button so you can stay notified of when, obviously, um, you know, so basically I can email you. Okay. And that's all you're doing is agreeing. So go, Steve, yes, you can email me. Keep me informed with updates um, about all of our products and content schedule. Okay. We're going to be doing loads of stuff. Uh, it's going to be a massive thing for the community. I'm so excited for it. I really am. Um, and I literally can't wait. I literally can't wait now. I want it to be the summer now. We'll skip. We'll skip uh, Easter. We'll just get straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the with the weather we've been having here in Georgia, it, it seems like it may just skip winter and spring, go straight to summer. We're not sure. It mm. keeps uh, two stepping. So, uh, oh, and and if you want to talk about all the new releases, all the stuff that um, what that was on Warcom last night, uh, all this the the videos they released on Twitch and all that, obviously join the conversation over at the Competitive Forty K Podcast Community Facebook page. Password for next month is going to be. Da, 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 da. Lion. Big shock there, right? Uh, so the password is going to be Lion uh, for the month of April. I have been letting in more people in the last two weeks uh, into the uh, community Facebook page than ever before. Conversation is really going over there. Lots of people coming in with rules or questions, which, yes, we will get all to all those um, in short order, too. And I think there's still plenty of rules or questions that are valid, um, even with 10th changes coming up. So we will get to all that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, real quick. Uh, Steve, you got any events coming up you're going to be at? Um, my next event is going to be, I've got the Warhammer Fest event, uh, end of April. Um, and then also I'm doing the Birmingham team event. So everything's gearing up towards that. I was going to be going to Manchester this weekend, but I just needed a week off uh, from traveling and it's a long, long drive for me. So I've decided not to go to Manchester just for that reason. Um, but Ben, Ben Jones will be there with Yanari. Jack will be there with his Ravenwing. So that's awesome to see those guys. Uh, Mike Port will be there as well. Uh, so plenty of the guys from Team VT will be rocking up at Manchester and hopefully doing well and putting in a good performance and most importantly, being an awesome opponent at the tabletop. But um, yeah. Anyway, so what are we talking about, Dave? Let's get let's, um, Look, I'm excited. Yeah, let's, let's get on with it. Uh, real quick, everybody, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We will get to reading some reviews um, uh, on the next episode. Uh, right now, we got so much to talk about. We're just going to kind of, you know, put the put the pedal to the metal on this one. So uh, we already talked about Lionel Johnson, the stunning new model that that is. Um, let's talk about the other new models that they announced, the new Terminators. They're not Primaris. They're not Firstborn. They're just Terminators, and they are bigger than ever. Yeah, they are big. They are big lads. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I like the, the the fact that they showed on that one video they showed the scale between a Primaris Marine, a new Terminator, and an old Firstborn. I'll call him Firstborn. The older version of the Terminator models. And you can really see that the Terminator model is scaled the way they sh- with the way you imagine that they should be. I mean, that dude's got to be nine feet tall to yeah. scale to, to an Imperial Guardsman or something. It's like, so, do you remember when they released uh, 9th edition? Um, they had that video trailer of like a Sister of Battle... Uh, a Primaris Assault Intercessor, uh, and then they had the the Necron Destroyer, and everyone was like, what are all these right. models and units? And then they came out. I really hope they do the same with the um, with the video release with this one. So some of those things that are in the video, I really hope that there is a, uh, you know, like a Model 4 in the future, because that librarian looks sick. And also that Nid yeah. bug, that Nid bug reminds me of that real classic, um, I think like, no, I'm not sure, sure if it's the hive tyrant, but the one with like the four prongs, like pointing forward, that looks just so gross. So uh, yeah, 
Yeah, there's a there's some there's a lot like I only watched the videos, you know, 11 o'clock midnight here uh, last night when I was watching the uh, the the video. So I was like doing everything I could to keep my eyes open. Um, and uh, the, but yeah, there I want to go over that, especially that video and just see that because there was a lot of like tyrannid quick sneak yeah. peeks of new models coming that were like you only saw them for a flash. They were real quick. Yeah. So I definitely want to go back and do some time. GW are very good at those little Easter eggs, right? They're so good at those. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. The a lot of the videos that did, like the video production level has gone way up. I was seriously impressed last night. That even the one that they did for uh, the Horace Heresy one was sick. Yeah, the Horace Heresy one was cool, and then they did another. Was one of the ones for um, for Age of Sigmar even was was really cool because they were talking about doing um, it was something vampire themed, and they they made it look like an old school horror movie. And yeah, nice. It was really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so um, new Terminators. I, I'm really glad that the that the Terminators are getting upscaled without changing them. I mean, you still got the Terminator with the assault cannon, which I mean, talk about one of the most iconic things of 40k. That's that's been around since first edition. So um, yeah. I'm glad they're not they're not getting rid of that. The new um, uh, definitely looks like the new uh, Termagants have been following you to the gym too. Like the the muscle definition on the new Termagant models is legit too. Yeah, and, and they look like they've been they've been upscaled a little bit. Yeah, they do. Like the poses look slightly differently. Um, yeah, they they got like a a better stance as well, which is good. So, yeah, I, I think that's going to be great. If you if you're a Nid fan, then um, yeah, brilliant to see some yeah. you know new miniatures coming out for those, which is cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to see the new um uh to see what the new Hormigons look like because the the ones that when I had Hormigons before and I don't know if they were the most recent version or generation back but they were kind of like when you put them on the base they were still kind of top heavy and like they kept tilting forward i had to like glue pennies underneath them to keep them weighted yeah um, so i'm li- i'm really excited to see the poses for the new hormigons because i've always been a fan of the 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 hormigons and the the melee side of the tyranids so uh, yeah. i'm stoked to see that and they talk i mean they, they they said it last night in the video total range refresh all new plastic stuff so i mean i'm trying to think of what that means like I don't think the winged hive tyrant model, the hive tyrant model needs a change, but new lictors, I'm guessing, which means a new death leaper, which we haven't had in forever. I think the last one was fine cast. So what uh, can you think of any other models that, that you, that, I mean, don't say anything. You've seen anything, but yeah, that's the, um, that's the problem, Dave. I'm going to skip this next yeah. uh, part of the conversation. All <laughs> right. So, oh, well, here, here, I'll phrase it like this. Which model, which Tyranid do you want to see the most to see a new, uh, uh, an updated version of. I'm excited about the Lictor. Yeah, I do think uh, Death Leaper would be cool. I think that's like I think we've got a metal model in our studio, so it'd be cool to see like you know those old sort of pewter models being updated. Um, you know, in all those sort of fine cast models that are out there to see those kind of get a fresh, a fresh uh, model would be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, anyway, I'm not saying anymore, right? Because yeah, if you, if I say if I say anything, people will think I'm leaking it. Even if even if I because there's, there's a lot of things I don't know, right? Like I don't know about what models are happening necessarily all the time, even if I, you know, see rules or something, um, play testing. But yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, I'd love to see this model, and then people assume that's me saying that there is going to be. So anyway, right? There we go. Yeah, I'm not saying but anymore. They, I mean, they they announced that there's going to be a, the the tenth edition release box set's going to be Tyranids and Space Marines. Um, so you're going to get new. T- you're going to get the new Terminators. You're going to get the new Terminators. Um, at least that was what I got out of the video last night. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm excited to see what else can, can possibly be in there. Um, but so 
uh, all right. So we'll move on to things that you also are going to be very selective about what you can talk about because you you have been playtesting. You are you are one of the playtesters for for GW, so you have some uh, um, additional information about tenth edition, which you know there was a there was the debate on Reddit for the last couple of weeks about. Um, you know, when they showed that image of the, the term of the Terminator reflected in the eye of the, the Tyranid face, it was like, oh, is it 10th edition? Is it is it a return space of Space Hulk. Hulk? Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was at first I was like, no, it's not 10th edition. It's probably just Space Hulk. Then I was like, but we don't need Space Hulk. We have boarding actions, which is basically yeah. Space Hulk. Yeah. So maybe it's 10th. Maybe it's something else. But no, mm. we've, we they confirmed it. It's 10th edition. And so here we go. Uh, you know the the sort of the thing that they kept repeating is it's it's simplified but not simple, and that they're streamlining the rules. So, yeah, I'll comment on what has been commented. And that's all I'm going to do from now until then. I'm going to give you my right. opinion on that. I can give you my opinions. Obviously, I can't tell you what's obviously happening. So, streamlining the game is going to be brilliant, right? We also we know that there's a lot of complexities, um, and probably one of the biggest frustrations that I see people have is keeping up with the game, right? That's often a, you know, a, a thing that we get a lot. Um, and even people that are on the Academy, they can still struggle. Although we keep people as most informed as possible with the amount of releases that are happening and the complexities of such like, you know, uh, supplement books and all the extra stuff. Um, so I think that's great. They said that all of your rules for your data sheet is going to be on one card, which is great. So that also means they said that the rules are going to be for free, which is great. So it means you don't, I remember when I think it was eighth edition, but the index books came out and there was like four different index books, one for Xenos, one for Chaos, one for, you know, and you had to buy them all. That's amazing that they've said, Hey, look, it's free. So they're removing those barriers for entry. So GW, well done. You've like, and this is the thing that GW are listening to your comments and they are a much improved better company than they've ever been before um you know people were like saying about oh i've just bought you know a guard codex or something back in january and when it comes to the summer like you know but they're giving you the new updated rules for free so it's not like they're charging you again for another thing you need to buy it's going to be free so that's great um the fact that they said you can buy cards awesome so it means when you're playing your game you can have your data sheets out in front of you yeah i think they've done this for knights in the past that was cool um they did i think they've done this with age of sigma which is great um so therefore i can just look at your rules when i'm saying oh hey dave can i just look at that data sheet you can pass it over and i can see the rules on that data sheet and they also said something really interesting which i really love is that every unit has a purpose and a role to play which is fantastic it means that we're going to have a reason to take these different units. So, um, you know, when I'm looking at my, there's certain factions in the game already that do this brilliantly. Uh, so when you look at, for example, um, Aspect Warriors, they do this, you know, so, so well. There's a reason to take Warp Spiders. There's a reason to take Fire Dragons. There's a reason to take all these different units, which is really cool. They've got unique flavor, which actually helps really good internal balance of a book because you're like, well, there's not just this unit that doesn't do anything. You know, they're not just to sit on an objective because they're cheap. Well, what else can they do for me? So that's super exciting. That means from a list building perspective, we're going to have a lot more decisions to make in terms of why we should be taking different units and the roles that we want. And again, these are things that we're going to be teaching on the Academy is what tools you need in your toolbox to deal and, you know, uh, survive 10th edition, so to speak on the tabletop. So for me, that's awesome. I really like the fact that everything's 
happening on these cards. Uh, they said your rules are going to be on one page. That's great. It keeps it super simple. No more the days of admec. You like you need a degree to figure out, um, you know, what's got a range of nine inches, <laughs> yeah. what's got a range of six inches, what's got a commandability. This unit's got six commandabilities currently stacked them on them and a relic and a water trait and this, that and the other. You're like, oh, what, mate? Um, you know, what can... No, it's going to be, if it's more streamlined, brilliant. We can get to playing the game rather than it being this convoluted kind of crazy amount of rules to remember on this particular unit which more often than not your opponent's getting wrong and then you just go yeah whatever mate whatever you've got just tell me oh i've died okay cool i've lost so at least this way it helps you as a player be a great opponent because you'll be getting your rules correctly you'll be playing the way that the game should be played and is balanced to be played you won't be leveraging any rules that you currently don't have because it'll be very straightforward and simple for you to remember so none of this kind of as we've seen a lot of people unintentionally cheating because they're forgetting rules hey it's right there read it and if i want to check it i can go hey can you pass me your rule card cool i can read it um and we can get you know the truth of what we want so going back to that um that episode you and i did on sportsmanship is only going to help that to a much greater degree, bring, give a lot more clarity to what's actually happening. So I'm all for it. Games Workshop smashed it in when it comes to those particular aspects. Yeah, I really do like the idea of playing with the cards because um, I, I can say from playing, you know, in a, a much smaller game I've talked before about, I like playing Marvel Crisis Protocol as my downtime game between 40K events. And in that game, you play with cards. You have a card for each character you're playing with, and you put those cards in front of you so you can very, you know, if somebody says, oh, hey, what does Wolverine do? What does Captain America do? You can just hand the card over, and you can read the card. And so yeah. I can speak from some personal experience that having those cards in front of you makes your life way easier. It's going to make the, like you said, what is it? Wait, what does that character do? What's their, what's the ballistic skill? What's the, you know, what what rule do they have? And you can just hand the card over. You don't have to like pick up your codex, go thumbing through it, try to hope that you tabbed the right spot or try to remember what page something is on. You can just, it's right there in front of you. Yeah. And when, if we look at Warcom, right, we, on warhammercommunity.com and we look at there, they've actually previewed a data sheet there. They've previewed a, a Termagon. So um, yeah. should, we, should we quickly go through that, Dave? I mean, I'm going to... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So what we're going to do is to make, to make sure, obviously you don't know the anything more than what is shown here so i'm going to ask you questions okay and then you can say whatever yeah. you want because obviously there's no risk there of me accidentally saying something i shouldn't so the termagant data sheet let's just have a look at it um you know yeah. it says m and it says six dash dash what do you think that means six inches movement yeah cool maybe maybe not um so then we've got t which is toughness toughness three it's very it, it, it's basically we're coming up with stats that we're already familiar with SV. Save. Five up. Five plus. Uh, w. One wound, which you would expect to terminate again to have. Leadership, LD, eight plus. Eight plus is different because, you know, right now we just have a number. It's not, there's no plus. So LD is eight plus. So I, you know, but that's, that's still tracks. It's you want to roll an eight or higher to, to pass your leadership. And then there's that new number. OC. OC. Um, which they announced on the video last night, and they mentioned it again in the Warcom article, that objective secured is going away. So here's where we have the first major departure from what we're used to. What's OC? Did they say what it was called? Well, actually, no, they didn't say what it's... Well, yeah, don't say what it stands for, because I don't think they announced what OC stands for. Okay. Um, but it is... They did... I know they talked on the video about 
in place of objectives to here. So I'll, I'll, I'll answer this part so you don't say anything. They, they did say on the video that <clears throat> um, OC is going to be basically the value of a model trying to hold an objective. Cool. So I was not, they were not clear on whether or not it is per model or this. So this number of this OC2, I don't know if that's for the whole unit or if that's going to be for the, for each model, because that'll create a little bit of math on the spot. People going to have to worry about, but it definitely looks like, uh, you know, there, this is something where you're going to have a, you, it's not just a, it's going to be a situation of, Oh, I have my, uh, night abominant standing on an objective. That's okay. I put one term again on, I control it. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does not quite make sense. Yeah. So, now you're going to have something a little bit different where I'm assuming, and they even mentioned that the knights are going to have a much higher number or something along those lines, that, that, that a knight will still be able to compete against a unit of infantry or troops choice to hold down an objective. It's yeah, not just as it be, should. I have obsec, you don't. Yeah, which makes a lot more sense. You park it, you, if you park a, a, a 50 foot, you know, kaiju machine of death or, or giant monster sitting on a point, you're not going to walk up, put your finger on it and go, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate, but I'm an intercessor, so ha, huh, it's mine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So th- I think whatever they've done there sounds cool to me. Uh, I think it's great. But anyway, more, yeah. more to come on that. Uh, then we've got, um, if we actually look at their ranged weapons, um, it tells you the name. It tells you um, we've got Flesh Borer. It says Assault. Um, so you can guess what that is, Dave. Um, you, we've got then Termagant Spine Fists. That's Assault. Pistol and twin linked, Dave. Twin linked. Yeah, some Dave. new, some new. So I was like, all right, we're good. We still got the assault keyword. We got the pistol keyword. Wait a second, assault and pistol at the same time, and they have a twin linked rule mm. keyword, which we will have to find out what that means. But I, yep. I get from the idea of them streamlining that we're going to see something akin to seventh, eighth edition universal special rules too. So uh, that'll be interesting. I also noticed that. The stat line at the top of the card is just movement, toughness, save, wounds, leadership, and this OC thing. There's no mention of attacks, weapon skill, ballistic skill, strength. They're not there. Yeah. Ah, but wait. Here they They're are on here. the weapons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've got then, you've got your ranged weapons, you've got your melee weapons. It keeps it all nice and simple where it is. Like I was looking at a data sheet the other day and I was like, why is this weapon not even on the data sheet card? Then I've got, a, I had to flip to the back of the book to see what the weapon even did. I think it was like a grav yeah. cannon or something. I was like, why is it just not there? Yep. Um, so then, yeah, we've got A, we've got WS, we've got BS, we've got S, we've got APD. So I'm sure you can guess what all that lot is. Then we've got abilities right. here. So we've got abilities, we've got faction. It says synapse. So obviously there must be something around synapse as their faction. And then they've got this thing, which is probably that thing they're alluded to, which is that kind of like flavor of the unit. This says skulking horrors. So once per turn, when an ME unit ends a normal move, advance or fallback move within nine of this unit, if it is not within engagement range of one or more enemy units, it can make a normal move up to D6. So uh, inches, which is cool. So there we go. That's their kind of unique special flavor that this unit's going to have, which is super cool because now you're getting a lot of like, to me, this sounds quite reactive. So now this unit can be reactive in your opponent's turn, which therefore means, you know, great, that's going to be fantastic, right? Because it means then we can start to have a much more like reactive game rather than just, I'm going to sit here for half an hour while you do your turn and then I'm going to sit here for half an hour and so on and so forth. Uh, faction yeah. keywords are still there. Q 
keywords such as infantry. So obviously that must, there must be a reason why, because I think um, Stu on the video said, like, we've looked at everything. Like, does that word need to be there? Does that need to be written? If it doesn't need to be there, then it won't be there. So they just haven't added in words for the sake of it, which is really cool. So this is kind of what they mean by the streamlined aspect, right? Every word in digit, in number and everything has been highly thought about. So keywords, infantry, well, that's obviously got a part to play for something. Great devourer, who knows what that means. Endless um, multitude, is that right? Did I yep. pronounce that correctly? Yep, yeah. And then yep. termagants also have uh, what looks like a, a keyword as well. So for me, that's awesome. I think this is super straightforward and simple to use. Um, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and just to go back to the, to the weapon profiles, um, I know that like, Shauna, um, when she was getting, when started going to events about six, I want to say it was last October. So yeah, six ish months ago, she decided that trying to find things and look things up was, was too complicated in her book. So she created two different spreadsheets, one for ranged combat, one for melee. So she could look at just the stats that she needed. So she wasn't going cross-eyed looking at all the bunch of numbers on her, on her data sheet. So her cheat sheet is actually was two pages. She had a spreadsheet for all of her models that had ranged attacks and one for all the melee attacks, she could just go to that phase. She would pull out that cheat sheet and then she would look at all the stats. So this is going to make, you're just going to look at your, all right, I'm in the shooting phase and all my termagants have devourers. So I'm going to drop to, I'm only going to look at the bottom line. I've got range. I got the number of shots because it says a, we can assume that's the number of attacks. Ballistic skill still there, which is thank God it's a concept that's been around for 10 editions. Now you got your four plus ballistic skill, the strength of the shot, your AP, and your damage characteristic. It's all right there in a single line. It's nice and easy. And then when it comes, and then the next turn, you do a charge or whatever, or however the, the melee weapon, you know, you get, once you get into melee combat, you've got Xenos, claws, and teeth. And again, range, melee, attack, but at a weapon skill, strength, AP, damage. It's all aligned in a single line, nice and simple. You're not flipping back and forth pages. Like you said, some weapons, you would have to go to the back of the book. For some reason, they, you would, especially like, oh, Perfect example, Death Watch veterans that have access to 9,000 different guns. Yeah. They didn't list them all on the, the data yeah. sheet for Death Watch veterans. So you would have to go to the back of the book or, or have another cheat sheet. So you can try to look up, all right, what does this gun do? What does that gun do? So this is going to make life so much easier for all of us. Yeah. So. And they said that this is coming free, but then they also said, I think they said about like, you could buy the cards. I'm definitely going to be yeah. buying the cards. If you're going to a tournament, oh, make yes. sure you've got the cards with you. Um, I think that needs to be a staple of, Hey, you know, you've got your cards so we can easily like look at them. Um, and also it means that if they are a digital download then as well, um, as your opponent, I can just look up your rules. So I don't need this whole like gatekeeper aspect of I didn't buy your codex when we're at a tournament so I don't know your rules I have to ask you for it and then you could just fob me off with that you didn't bring it or um you know it's in a different language yeah, whatever I'm so tired oh yeah I, I only have the Spanish version or oh I, I didn't bring my so many people I didn't bring my codex it's it's right here I, I know or, oh are. let's just look on Battlescribe or, or whatever it is let's look at the app well that if that's wrong then we don't know um, or people looking up stuff on Wahapedia, which again could be incorrect or just the internet in general. So I think this is awesome. Games Workshop, great move. So um, the other yeah. thing they did say as well is if we read down later on, that looks like a Combat Patrol, a brand new way to play. That's pretty cool. Um, so um, uh, it says uh, this version is designed to be easy to collect and easy to play. Combat Patrol pitches small present balance forces against each other with armies made of a combat patrol box that means whatever you buy in the box you can just use as an army as a combat patrol game that's pretty cool to get beginners into it like if you're teaching loved ones friends and family to get involved 
maybe that's a great place to start. Um, also, we've got... Um, or like if you want to play with your kids or, or, or younger siblings or something, because like trying yeah, to, exactly. you know, Gabby very much wants, Gabby, my youngest daughter, who's uh, almost 11, she very much wants to play 40K, but she doesn't have the attention span for a 2000 point game. So being yeah. able to play a combat patrol game, much better. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, all you dads and moms out there, this is your chance to introduce your kids to your hobby without giving them complete cranial, you know, overheating. Yeah, exactly. And it says uh, there's improvements like the turn structure, army selection, morale, uh, terrain missions. So all that stuff we've come to know and love uh, is awesome. Um, there's, it says there's also a few new universal stratagems, which anyone can use. There's a few new stratagems, which is cool. So that means some of the old ones um, may be going, might be staying. That means new ones might be coming in place. It means stratagems are obviously still a thing. Um, you know, so how command points will work maybe that's changed maybe it's new maybe there's not even command points maybe stratagems are spent through points there could be so many different ways all this kind of stuff happens so i can't wait for gw to release more of this stuff um i realize i've just said a load of if buts and maybes and not give you any more clarity on what this any of this is said but there we go i'm just trying to keep it riddle so you can't actually uh, decide what i'm saying um but i'm just reading out what's actually here um anyway right. so um, i can i can and i can i can add a little bit of uh concreteness because uh the well, i can say that on the video i think it was eddie who said that uh there's only going to be six stratagems per faction but there's also going to be a bunch of new universal strats so there's going to be a the, the the universal strats is going to be the the slightly longer list but every faction is going to have and and sometimes like sub factions might be having different stratagems available like you know, right now we have some some certain factions, sub factions of certain uh, larger factions have like one strat per fact. You know, they get their extra, um, their one faction strat. So now you're going to get six faction. You're going to get six faction strats, and then the universal ones, and that's it. It's going to be a much. This is where they're talking about simplified, but not simple. We're still going to have CPs. You're still going to have strats, but you're going to have cool. Um, yeah, you know. You're gonna have nice. You're, you're gonna have a. You're gonna have a a very a, a shorter list of options. Yeah, um, exactly. They did say also no more psychic phase. Psychic phase go bye bye. So there is going to be. So now you will not have the issue of like I had at LVO uh, first round um, where I was playing at T Suns with my Votan and the psychic phase was me twiddling thumbs. Hi, I'm just, just gonna sit here for five ten minutes. I'm gonna go get a drink. I'll be back. Let me know when you're done mortal wounding my army off the table. Yeah, just tell me how many models I'm removing, right? So it's like a completely right. non-interactive kind of phase, um, which is cool. Um, I'm all for that, definitely. I'm a yeah. huge fan of that. But it doesn't mean necessarily psychers are going, right? Like we've already seen a librarian no. still in play, um, you know, so no doubt they've got some sort of role or impact in the game. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I think somewhere in this article, uh, it does say at the bottom here about battle line, uh, units with the battle line keyword can be taken up to six times. So your dream of taking us. So that must mean that there are some limitations on what you can take if battle line keyword can be taken up to six times. Yeah, they said the golden rule of three is still, and it's in the article too on Warcom that that the the rule of three is you're still limited to three units cool. of uh, three three units of each type um, max. And they said that um, force organization charts are going away. So. There will no more. You will not have to worry about paying the troops tax if you don't want to pay the troops tax. You're still limited to three, unless, of course, like you just said, they have the battle line keyword, and then you can have up to six. Um, and then they also said there's going to be a change to the morale phase. You're not going to remove models off the table anymore for the morale phase. Something about I don't know. It was kind of vague about it, but it sounded like there's going to be some kind of a debuff effect if 
PFAL MRL tests instead of just pulling models. Well, wouldn't that be good, eh? So that there actually becomes a um, like significant, impactful way of morale actually having an impact in the game rather than just, oh, did you lose any models? No. Oh, I rolled a one, so um, but I lose nothing. And this person loses one model and this unit loses, I rolled another one, I rolled a two. And it, it normally is, you failed morale, you lose a model and you lose one more because you rolled a one or a two. And that's about as meaningful as it becomes. So that sounds cool. If there's some debuffs going on and, and whatnot, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a much more interesting Phase. Um, way for morale to have an effect yeah. on the game rather than just an additional maybe i clipped off an extra couple mo- models off of that unit no now maybe they'll you know and i'm theorizing here i don't know anything um maybe they'll have a you know a penalty to shooting because they're so terrified they're hunkering down and they're you know behind cover or something so yeah or you know maybe they'll fall back like they used to and they'll just move away and run into cover off of an objective or something so those are going to be things like failing a morale test right now okay you fail you lose an intercessor. You still got four guys with obstacles sitting on a point. What that uh, achieve for me? Mm, yeah. Fuck yes. Exactly. So now yeah. maybe if they fall back and they run off of a point, make them fail a morale test. They'll run off of the point, and now you have gotten your unit off of the point, and now you you that's going to yeah. help you flip objectives. So yeah, something maybe. else. Is, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Exactly. Theor- I'm, I'm just theorizing. I'm spitballing here. Yeah, so, no, I love it. Um, I love it, Dave. I think it's great. Yeah, um, and and for anybody that wants to say you guys don't want to talk about leaks and all that, I'm guessing only based upon much older versions of the game that I've played. That's where I'm getting that information. The Competitive 40k Podcast is proudly supported by The Outpost, your friendly local gaming store with the most helpful and friendliest of staff. After visiting The Outpost, I was taken aback by the whole host of products available in-store and online. With awesome discounts, gaming tables, and a huge range of terrain for different game systems, The Outpost is certainly a great place to hang out and hobby. Check out www.the-outpost.co.uk or go and visit them in-store. The Competitive 40K Podcast is supported by Colorforge. I found Colorforge 18 months ago and I was blown away by the quality of the product. I've always had an incredible finish, not too thick, not too chalky, and have always had the perfect coverage in all kinds of weather conditions. The cans are around 25% larger and cheaper than most other brands on the market. All of the colors are matched to Citadel base color, so it makes that transition from rattle can to paints absolutely seamless. Check out www.thecolorforge.com to pick up your sprays today, along with a whole host of other awesome hobby products. So, with that, um, obviously there's a whole lot more that they're going to be releasing in the next few days. There's a, you know, there's going to be huge changes. 10th edition is going to be, it, it is shaping up to be, you know, I, I will be honest. I had some serious fears about going from ninth to 10th because in the past we've seen some additions, you know, and obviously you've got some people that were spitting rumors for months on end. Oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to be a, you know, um, an all, uh, an all index edition and yada, yada, yada. Okay. Put all that away. Now we know the 10th is coming. We know that there's going to be some changes, but so far all of these changes look good. Exactly like you said at the start of this, Steve, GW has been listening. You know, what's one of the big complaints that everybody has? Oh, every time there's a new edition, you got to go out and spend 50 bucks or hundred bucks on a new rule book. And then you got to wait around for months to get your new codex and blah, 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 blah. All that ER sounding stuff. Don't have to worry about it because you're going to get the rules for free. Faux free. You're going to get yeah. your all your faction stuff 
Oh, free, free data, yep. free downloads. GW has learned their lesson. They understand. Yep. Now, there's still going to be codexes. The, the Warcom article says there's still going to be codexes. They're going to, you know, as things come out, they will overhaul and, and, and tweak. They'll use the codex as a chance to tweak and improve the data cards. But you'll still be able to get the data cards when the codex comes out because they're just going to update the stuff online too. So if you don't want to pay for all the fluff and lore, use the data cards. You're still good. You still get to play the game for free. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what will happen in terms of the future of their releases. Um, obviously, we don't know. Like, we don't know what the, the issue or situation is going to be with codexes, whether they're a paid-for book or what. We don't know. But what we will say this is, yeah, upon release, everyone's getting the rules for free, which is awesome. It means there's no barriers to entry. We can just get playing, which is great. It means you can look overall. Really exciting time. So, a few things for us, right? So, on this podcast, we are going to. Literally, it's going to be our mission to keep you informed about everything. Okay, so if you want to ensure that you're kept up to speed with what's happening and you want, rather than leaks, actual real information that we can you know, give you when the time comes, um, then yeah, you're going to be hearing it essentially as it should be played. Okay, um, that's one thing that we can definitely promise you is to keep you informed of everything that's happening. Uh, we've got an incredible release content schedule that I've drew up for what I want this to kind of look like. Um, I want everyone to absolutely love this game and I want everybody to play the rules correctly. I want everybody to find the faction that they love most. And I want people to be just enjoying this hobby for as long as possible because I know how great this game is for our mental health. So what I will say is that there is going to be a lot of, you know, negativity out there. I've already seen it today. Okay. The people losing their minds. The best thing that you can do is find the communities and the places that serve you better. So if you like being in a negative group, stay there. You know, if that makes you happy, cool, whatever. If you want to stay clear of those things and remain in a more positive group, again, join our podcast group. That's going to be fantastic. Join the VT Discord when you become a YouTube member, um, whatever. But the most important thing is that you embrace change, okay? And change can be really difficult uh, for many of us. We don't like change as human beings. It's not something that we typically like but do try to embrace change as much as you can. Games Workshop have their finger on the pulse with this. I can absolutely promise you, and I know the team have worked incredibly hard uh, to make this uh, an even you know, better edition than ever before. So I know that they're striving to constantly do that because they're never going to want to regress as a business. So um, yeah, it is led by a team of extremely passionate, intelligent people. Um, and you know, having some element or, you know, being able to see some stuff behind the curtain or whatever you want to call it, um, has been a real honor. And, uh, I literally from the bottom of my heart, can't tell you how awesome this is going to be. Um, from what I've seen, like I said, it's been a privilege to work with those individuals that are behind the, uh, the whole game. Honestly, it's going to be great. So do stay positive. Um, everything that you know and love about 40 K is going to stay. It really is. It's going to be an awesome game to play competitively. It's going to be a great play, get a great way to learn and pick up with new friends. It's going to be easier to introduce new people into the hobby as well. And it's going to have that scale of let's build a bigger foundation, a bigger player base at the bottom. And then once you build a much bigger foundation, then all the other little um, sort of tiers above that, right the way to the pinnacle and top of the game is only going to increase, get better and improve for everyone. So um, yeah, just be know that everything you know and love is not going away. It's going to be just as sick as it is now. Um, and yeah, like I said, Games Workshop, they listen, they make these changes that you guys are asking for. Um, so yeah, just, just keep with it, guys. Keep with it. The sky is not falling. 
Um, no. Unless you are, you know, bringing in, you know, orbital strike down on somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, there. I think there's a lot to look forward to. And, I, you know, I think we can also, at this point, you and I sh- should probably mention that we have plans to overhaul this podcast. Um, we are going to try to see about, this is not a guarantee, but our plan right now is to add a video component to our podcast. And we're going to start doing clips on social media, YouTube and such, so that um, besides um, y'all getting to see um, Steve's ruggedly handsome face uh, even more often than you do now on YouTube, uh, the the simple fact is this way we when we talk about things like, oh, there's a new data card, we can put it up on the screen. Or, yeah. oh, hey, there's you know a new model coming out. We can talk about it. Here it is on the screen. So we're going to try to add a video component um, you guys oh. will still be able to, to download the podcast and listen to it in the car like you do now. Uh, we're not going to change that, but we will be adding in a video component so that, you know, if you want to sit down for, for and we're going to keep them short because, you know, and it'll, it's not like sitting around for a three hour stream game. You're going to be sitting there. Just you just check check in on YouTube or Instagram and you know, watch a couple one, two, three minute Minutes, clips. Yeah. So you can see yeah. us talk about individual things. So that's yeah. something Steve and I have been talking about. And we want to do that so that when we do get. For example, new data cards, you can, oh, just put the data card up on screen and talk about that data card and you can see what we're talking about. So, yeah. yeah. Because I think there's going to be like, if there's all these different units, all different battlefield roles, we can talk about the implication, how that's going to affect your army building construction, uh, what that's going to do for you on the tabletop. Um, Again, it's going to just make sure that you're staying on top of what's happening and just enjoying the game as best as possible. So, um, yeah, we're promising you that we're going to give you the best ever podcast we possibly can. Um, the VT education platform that I've got Mike working on in terms of the basic training, the, um, you know, the accelerator program, the Academy, we're going to make that better than it's ever been. We're going to build a bigger community than ever. I think the Vanguard tactics team is one of the largest teams in the world now in terms of our player base. That's only going to continue to grow. We want to support, um, obviously all of the events that are happening. We want to get more people playing this awesome game on tabletops and just making sure people enjoy the game and continually to uh, push our agenda. And it is an agenda that we do push pretty hard is being an awesome opponent and playing the game the right way. So that's our promise to you. We've obviously this new launch um, and let's just make this an awesome time to be involved in the hobby. Let's get super excited about it. So yeah, join our Facebook group. Uh, Do make sure you go over to that website page and drop in your name and email address. I'm going to be sending out things like there's going to be early bird offers. Um, obviously, like I can't, you know, I'm not going to do a, oh, do you want to join the next ninth edition academy? No, I can't do that now. So uh, between now and the, you know, summer, whenever it releases, I'm going to do a pre-sale. So because, you know, let's be honest, Vanguard Tactics needs to survive and we only survive based on, um, you know, our core sales and things. That's how we generate business. So, um, yeah, if you want to support us at VT in any way, get your name on that waiting list because I'm going to also be um, offering people who do sign up early to, you know, the pre-order or the Kickstarter of the next Academy launch, a fantastic deal and offer uh, that you'll only be able to get if you sign up basically in this kind of interim time. We won't be able to say what's on the course. We won't be able to say, for example, the modules and the lessons because we cannot give anything away. Obviously, um, in all of the dates and everything will be determined by Games Workshop when we can release stuff. Uh, but as we know more, we'll start filling out that. So again, that's why I'm saying there'll be a good discount for people that do sign up because everything's going to be kept, obviously, uh, redacted um, or, you know, sort of re- re- taken away by the Inquisition for now. And then as we know more from uh, Games Workshop, then we can release that cool stuff. So anyway, Dave, yeah, let's just wrap it up because what an awesome show this has been. Um, I'm really hyped. Hopefully I haven't said anything I shouldn't have said. Um, but anyway, there we go. 
I don't think so. I think I think you're good. Um, the uh, you, you've been you've been careful as always to to not uh, breach your NDA. Um, I do think also something to point out is that, like you said, you're going to be um, for those who have done ninth edition, who've done the academy, they're going to get access to this tenth edition top up or accelerated course, which is yeah. great, and it also proves to people who are not quite yet sure if they should join the tenth edition academy. This proves that you will continue to put out content to help people who have been previous members of the Academy who can put out, you know, people who have, who have been through it before. You, just because you did the ninth edition Academy doesn't mean your, your, your education is going to go to waste. There is going no. to be an opportunity now to, to top yourself up and keep learning and keep yeah. growing in the hobby. So that's why VT is the place to be for your education. I appreciate that, Dave. And many of our students continue and stay in part of our community. They stay in our Discord, they get the live lessons. Um, so yeah, obviously there might be some live lessons I need to change. Maybe some will stay, maybe some will go. It gives an opportunity to refresh the offering that we give, uh, gives us an opportunity to refresh absolutely everything, which is, you know, so exciting for us as a business to, you know, rejuvenate everything, um, and look at everything with a fresh eye as well of how we're teaching, why we're teaching certain things, what's relevant, what's not, what's worked well, what hasn't. So it gives us at VT a huge opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, you know, if people want to jump on who have done the Academy, the accelerator course, yeah, I'm going to give you an awesome deal because I want to make sure that although, yeah, we need to charge something for it, obviously, um, you know, because we want to make sure we keep our students and ex-students happy and, you know, part of the family who are already playing for us. Awesome. Um, and if you're if you're not a student, then again, you can, you know, maybe grab a Kickstarter offer as well in this interim time. Um, and if you feel like you want the full academy experience, then get your name down for one of those courses also. But yeah, we've planned so much. Um, honestly, I can't wait to release the schedule. I'm also going to send out a calendar link. Okay, now this calendar link at some point, I'll do this through the emails. Uh, so if you want to sign up to this email newsletter, then sign up at www.vanguardtactics.com forward slash 10th. Um, this content calendar you can sign up for and it will basically send you, you can link it to your calendar, whether you like use Apple Calendar, Google Calendar, whatever it is. And it will put a time slot of when we are releasing certain content. So if you want to, for example, learn how to play Space Marines, it will pop up and say, you know, learn how to play Space Marines at Vanguard Tactics at this time. You can come watch it live or, you know, as a trailer, however we decide to release our content, whatever. Um, I was just using that as an example. We might not do that lesson. We may, we might not, whatever. But there we go. Um, so yeah, all this kind of stuff is going to be happening. Um, I'm just so nervous about what I'm saying, honestly. Uh, I know yeah. you are. You're talking faster too. I can tell you're nervous because you're talking a little bit faster. Oh my God. Like, I can be careful. I'm like, don't say it. Have I just announced Space Marine? Have I, have I, just, have I just said Space Marines you're is just, still a you thing? Just, you, just, you just leaked the tenth, that Space Marines will be in 10th edition. Shock. Oh, oh no. Dun, dun, dun. News at 11. There's going to yeah. be a whole... Uh, there's, there's, Valrak's going to have a whole uh, episode now about how Steven Box announced there's gonna, there will be Space Marines in 10th edition. All right, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for, again, giving us your time and your attention. Next week, we are going to keep talking about uh, new new information as it comes out of Warcom uh, about uh, about 10th edition. And we're going to, uh, you know, and if nothing comes out, then we'll talk about something else. I guess you guys will just have to tune in, find out what we're going to, what we'll be discussing um, your favorite Grimdark Hop. So until then, this is Dave Calmel for Stephen Box saying, welcome to The Rock. Guys, thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next week on the Competitive 40K Podcast. See ya.